0: Lifelong health seeker, and I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 105 of Confidence from Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And my special guest today is Danielle. And Danielle is a pharmacist with a passion for the beauty industry. And we talked specifically about seeking fulfillment and more so finding fulfillment in life. Danielle has experienced very difficult life events, which has really led her from a very early age to know that life is too short. And that has really given her this inner drive and inner motivation to stop delaying happiness and gratification and start living life by her own terms, a life of fulfillment and joy that she's excited to live every single day. And in this episode, she talks about not just her journey, but also very actionable things of what has worked for her that you can try as well. So I'm very pleased to share her story with you today. But before we jump right in, if you love her show, please go to www.naturallyjoyous.ca slash review or click the link in our show notes. We would love to receive a five-star review from you if you love our show as much as we love making it for you. This is one of the best ways that you can help support us so we can keep bringing new episodes every single Friday. So I just wanted to share one of our special reviewers. This one came all the way from New Zealand and it says, everyone desires more confidence. Julianne is thoughtful, inspiring and confident herself. So it's great to tune into this podcast and learn more about how to create that inner glow. A show that you need to subscribe to and squeeze all the juicy, juicy goodness out of. Thank you so much, Baxter 73 for your lovely review. Now back to today's guest, I would like to properly introduce you to Danielle Paradin. Danielle is an integrative style and identity coach. Her mission is to help women create happier, healthier, more beautiful lives. Through integrating the mind, body, and spirit, her clients expedite the time it takes to close the gap between their higher authentic self, who they truly are, and how they appear to the world. She combines her love of fashion and understanding on how the brain works to give her clients unique tools to style their mind and body in order to learn how to be here now. Here is Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Welcome to the show. I'm very grateful to have you joining us today. Welcome.
1: Hi, good morning to you. And thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure.
0: Yes, my pleasure. And to get us started, I always love to ask our guests, what does confidence mean to you? Yeah, confidence to me
1: means owning my own self,
0: like standing
1: in a room where I am not thinking about what I look like, what I'm wearing. I just feel like my aura is like glowing and people feel that. So I'm connecting with people. So it's it's really taking the... um all the thoughts and judgments off of myself and putting it on other people so that I can serve them.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's very much taking ourselves out of the center of all the judgment and and, and yeah. just really put service in there. Right. That's beautiful. Yeah, I
1: love, you know, self-help, self-care, like I'm a self-help. Junkie, um, but it really is, it becomes you know, um, a selfish act whenever we're constantly worrying about how's my hair, how's my makeup, how do I fit in Mm -hmm. these jeans. And if we could take that viewpoint off of ourselves, everything just
0: kind of drops, and then you can connect with the other person's soul, really. Yeah, I love that, and I love that special because I know you have obviously scientific training as well as you work. In a, in a way in the fashion world as well. So I love that inner perspective, right? Even though you do such beautiful work exteriorly with women as well, but we will get to that in a little bit. So I think what I would love to talk to you about, and it's something that I think we both resonate with, is that concept. I know you've gone through big life changes, right? In the seeking of fulfillment, and I have too. So I would love to start there and learn a little bit about your story And what led you to actually change things around and really find the fulfillment, that congruency that you now have? Yeah. So
1: it all just kind of like stopped. You could call it midlife crisis, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. I call it a spiritual awakening. I feel like we all, or, you know, being drawn to that on this uh, human experience that we're all having, yeah, um, just like the journey of the soul. But yeah, so it, it really started um, when I was 18, uh, got married right out of high school, fell in love with, you know, a man who um, was also 18. He had a daughter he was in the military. So I moved away from home right away. I've always been very independent mm-hmm. and just knew that there was so much more out there for, you know, life. And uh, just a few months after we got married, his daughter died in a car accident. Wow. And so, yeah, it was just so difficult. Um, I had no spiritual connection at mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. Um, he was mad at God and it was difficult. And, three years later, um, at that point, I had decided to go into pharmacy school, I -hmm. knew there was something, something more. Um, I saw my other friends in college, and they were enjoying it. I knew I wanted to be in the healthcare field and help serve people. Not really sure how, right? I remember Mm -hmm. seeing this one woman behind the pharmacy counter. And I was like, Oh, I know women are in pharmacy, let me check that out. Um, But it was really scary, because I didn't think I was that Smart. I didn't think I was smart enough even to get mm-hmm. in the pharmacy at that time. But about a year into pre pharmacy, my husband died in a car accident. Very oh suddenly. Gosh, I was 21 at the time. Um, it was just very devastating, as you could imagine. Oh. My only saving grace was that I had actually just started um, working at the university as a student worker a week before. So I couldn't drop out of school. I had to stay. So I took a couple mm-hmm. of weeks off and had to pull it all together as my only income at the time. And I could just see how like God's hand just had, had everything, you know, he yeah. saw where I was headed. Um, But yeah, at the time it was just really difficult. And so I've always known that life is too short. Um, I could remember, I don't know if you've seen that movie Hope Floats with Sandra Bullock or not. No. So she had uh, a divorce and I just remember seeing her in this bed. Like she couldn't get out of the bed. She had this daughter, she couldn't get out of the bed. And I just remembered my, like this crossroad, like, do, do I want the rest of my life to be stuck in this bed? Mm. Do I want to actually go and live life? And it's like, I just chose, I was going to wake up uh, and just take action. Um, So I finished Uh pharmacy school. Fast forward to about, I guess, about 15, 14 years, Um, you know, I'm remarried, I have three beautiful children, I have a wonderful husband, very supportive of everything. Um, I have the house, the car. And then I just felt, I'm not happy. And, you know, I hate saying that because it sounds terrible, like I've taken my whole life for granted. But I want to say there was just something missing. So yes, I was happy. I had love connection with my family um, and my career was very successful, but there was still something missing. And I was like, God, if this isn't it, like what is, and it was just really frustrating to me. Um, But the problem really didn't come to forefront for me until I started gaining weight. I started becoming a recluse, like disconnected from my friends, not Mm. really um, doing a whole lot of things that fulfilled me. And so I think the weight gain really was the number one thing. I wasn't fitting in my clothes anymore. Right. Didn't fit in my workout clothes, even to go workout. <laughs> and at some point something had to change. Either I had to look inward or I had to go and spend money on clothes and still have this problem.
0: Yeah. Wow. Like such an incredible story. And I want to just point, pick a couple of things out there to just kind of go a little deeper. The first part I wanted to really commend you for, you know, what an incredible way to look at probably one of the most devastating things that could ever happen to anyone. Right. And the way that you chose action and you can see the blessings and all the other pieces being there just to keep you going. I think that is so inspiring. I really wanted to, you know, take a moment to commend you for that. That's beautiful. And then what has come after, right. That yes. Like you check, check all the boxes of what most people Think it should be our dreams, right? And I think it takes so much courage. And I, I would say I resonate with that because I also had a good job, an amazing husband, the car, the house, all the things. And something was still missing. And I remember it took me years to have to muster the courage to actually act on it. And I'm so blessed that I have looking back, you know, years now. But I think it takes such a level of courage to look mm-hmm. at what could be perceived as the beautiful, perfect life and say, I'm still missing something, right? And your fulfillment, I think is so important to you doing the work you do in the world. And I really hope that your message is encouraging for women that are in that situation. Things look beautiful from the outside in, but if that inside of you, it's still calling you for something else, it's very important that we listen, right? So when you had that moment, that realization, How was that process for you? How did you know that, okay, something's got to change. I need to shift something. What was that inner knowing for you?
1: Yeah. So I find that the moment where I had this glimpse of, i call it hope maybe or inspiration to take some sort of action was there was this pharmacy technician that I was working with. And at this point, like I had gone up the ladder, I became, you know, it wasn't enough to be a pharmacist. I had to become the clinical pharmacist, the clinical director, the director of the pharmacy. (laughs) And then everything had settled down where, okay, my kids are self-sufficient. The job became kind of self-sufficient and I was just kind of like stuck in my own head. Right. Mm. And then I had this pharmacy uh, technician that came work with me and she normally didn't work with me, uh, but I knew who she was. And it was just interesting because she had this one personality where like she was just kind of negative and went, went, went against everything. Right. But she came in, like her soul came into this pharmacy and like, she was so inspired and excited and like, nice. I could feel her energy and it's Mark something in me. Like it just awakened just enough to be like, oh, I want to feel
0: that again. So it's very incredible, actually, that like I just wanted to point out something quickly of what you just said, that just somebody's presence and energy was enough for you seeing someone else to inspire this incredible amount of change inside of you. And I think I'm so glad you mentioned this because there's so many women that I know that feel that taking care of ourselves and our happiness is, you know, selfish that achieve now happiness later, you know, that whole concept, right. That we were taught, but then there is somebody coming in into your life that is just exuding fulfillment and alignment and congruence with herself. And look at the ripple effect. It impacted you. Everybody you've dealt with. Now you're telling this in the podcast is impacting all our audience. This is incredible incredible it gives me chills I'm so excited okay go on
1: <laughs> yeah so it's with her saying yes to herself right and so it yeah. is I love that you said it's a ripple effect because that's exactly what it is and that's when I work with my clients you know I explained to them that you don't have to go and change other people you just like tap into your own brilliance yes. and they will feel that and it'll lift something in them so it's so amazing I love what I do um, so yeah so I just kind of started dabbling I had, lo- I decided I love entrepreneurship. It's just something that's in me, but um, yes. none of my family members, you know, own businesses. So I didn't have that, that example, but, you know, none of my family members had pharmacies either. Or <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I just, you know, I've just been someone who's not afraid to take scary action. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just started taking one foot putting one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. Some of it made absolutely no sense. Um, and then when I decided to become a life coach, I decided to become trained as a life coach at the same time, because when mm-hmm. I go, when I go in, I go all in, So I'm like, <laughs> yes. I'm, you know, become coach. I'm just going to learn how to become a coach as well. And so I learned how to listen to that inner voice, mm-hmm. right? That inner yeah. voice and in, in God really and the universe and source and, um, he told me a crazy thing. One, it was like the night before Thanksgiving or the night of Thanksgiving one night, um, which is interesting because I'm kind of like a Thanksgiving baby. My birthday is in that area. Oh, Yeah. And I was just up one night trying to promote my business. And I came across this video and it was a young girl and um, with her mom, I knew her mom. She was in another business that I was in. And I was like, what are they doing? And so they were making the cutest little YouTube video to sell hair extensions and lashes. And it's the craziest thing because I just knew I needed to like, that was the next step, even though, okay, I have the craziest, thickest, longest hair. Mm -hmm. don't (laughs) I don't need hair extensions but lashes I had found on you love for you know lash extensions I had some issues getting them put on at the salon and so it just felt right even though it was the craziest thing at this time I'm managing a pharmacy and now I'm Mm going to sell hair extensions and lashes and I had to even go whisper to my husband that I was going to be investing this money to do this because it I was like oh my god he's just gonna think I'm so nuts but but I just you know I surrender and I surrender and so That job, that, that business, it wasn't successful, but what it was successful was I had to put myself out on video. I had to tell, take selfies. And for a 40 year old woman to learn how to take selfies, there is nothing more powerful than, you know, (laughs) self-development than that. Oh my God. So I had discovered that there was this degree of um, unworthiness, which I didn't know was there. Mm. um you know I I thought I was worthy I was worthy enough to apply for pharmacy school to do the work um but I didn't realize that was there so I wanted to go live on these tutorials and press the go live button and I could not and I was like this is cognitive dissonance this is I have this strong desire to promote my business and to record a live video but like I physically (laughs) I could not do it and so I sat down I journaled like what's coming up and it was like you know that that sense of unworthiness. I think that we all have, wow.
0: in some capacity, absolutely right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think what's so special, and I'm gonna just highlight a couple of things you said because there's three major things you just said that I think are so valuable. And the first one is the whole point of taking action and just starting, right? And the second thing was even if the steps don't seem to make sense. And I think a lot of times, especially for very like intellectual, we like planning, lists and all these things, sometimes we are looking for the perfect combination of factors and that rarely is available if ever, right? So taking action, even if the steps don't seem, like you said, a video came to your sphere of awareness and that was enough for you to respond to. and I think is brilliant. Hey there. Have you heard of my new book, Release, A Woman's Guide to Releasing Weight in Midlife Through Becoming Your Body's Best Friend? If not, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash book or click the link in the show notes below to learn more and to see if this is the right book for you. I wrote this book for women to read before your next diet. And this is not a book about weight loss, another diet trend, or a magical solution you have not tried yet. This is instead steady rebellion against hating our bodies and trying to change who we are. Together, we will release all that no longer serves you so you can get the body you want and make midlife the best and healthiest years of your life. I cannot wait for you to get the book. So go to naturallyjoyous.ca book to learn more. Now back to the episode. But the final thing too, it, when it comes to that, you know, even though the business was not successful, you still can see all the blessings from it and some are significant may not have been in the form that you expected necessarily, right? With the income or business success. But I think those are such incredible life lessons (laughs) that are just like, you know, such beautiful breadcrumbs that you just dropped that I wanted to point out to you. And very much the whole concept of worthiness, right? That I think, yes, even though you applied to school and you've done very difficult things, every now and then we're challenged to level up in something that we already worked on before, right? So talk to us about that. When you realized you couldn't push go live and you wanted to, so there's that deep desire, the entrepreneurial self in you. But that, how did you handle that next level of working on your worthiness? Um, I think
1: the most powerful
0: thing was to um,
1: untap and embody my, um, the why,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, I had done some, I call it why work before where I journaled and wrote Mm -hmm. for like two hours. Why am I doing this? All the things, but had come across this tool. It's called the seven, seven layers of why I think it's called. And you just keep asking yourself, why is it important? Why is it important? Why is it? And it literally took like five minutes maybe, but each time I went deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I unlocked that feeling the emotion of when I am doing this. So yes, I want to make more money. Yes. I want to have more time freedom because life is short. I want to spend it with my family doing the things that I'm drawn to and love, but like deep down inside, like I just had this huge calling to help others and to leave this legacy. And, you know, life is short. Like I've, you know, lost loved ones. They're not here. And I want to be able to, you know, live life to its fullest for them in honor of them and so once I unlocked that and discovered my inner voice I felt kind of unstoppable like I literally could do anything I can create any business I want at this point
0: (laughs) it's like jet fuel it truly is (laughs) right and when you tap into the real the very deep the emotion not so much the superficial which a lot of times At least it's a starting point. But when you tap into the depth of the why, which is very much how I do the work in weight release as well, that we try to understand what is the actual feeling you're after and what Mm -hmm. is the actual why for wanting to do this. Because just wanting to release weight is not enough, right? It's just like too superficial. It's in a way outside of your control. But when we understand the emotional resonance between you and whatever new body that you envision that you want, It it changes the journey completely from the outside and we bring it in, right? So that is something else that I actually wanted to, you know, ask your take on, because when you're talking about like, you're looking for this deep desire and the why, right? Of, you know, what are you doing now? And so on from everything you've done and all the different experiences, you mentioned that your weight gain in back then was your tipping point, right? So how did that play with everything else you said in terms of, you know, finding a way to be unstoppable and putting yourself out there? How was the weight that the tipping point to tell you there's some work here to be done? Why was that the gateway for you?
1: Yeah, it's so superficial, right? But as women, um, especially for, you know, someone from like me, so I'm five, three, when I graduated high school, I wasn't even a hundred pounds yet. Um, always been around a hundred, between a hundred, 115 pounds, mm-hmm. you know, working in pharmacy, I would, I would wear a size zero or a size two, um, just was blessed with a good metabolism. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I can't, that's all I can really say. Um, then I got, I got pregnant gained 50 pounds with my first daughter, wow. um, pretty much lost that weight. And then I had twins. So I got pregnant with twins on bed rest for six months, um, gained 60 pounds with them. But then after I had the twins, I lost the weight. Like I decided my identity is that I'm someone small, right? And I was, that was locked into my identity hard. So it wasn't like someone that has always been overweight and they had to create a new identity. Mine was like the opposite. Mm -hmm. Um, My self-worth was tied into that, I guess. That's who I knew I was. And so it was just a deep desire that I had to lose this weight. And so after I had the twins, I knew I wanted to lose the weight, but I did it really the hard way. Um, I was really brutal to my body. I'd wake up at four in the morning, exercise really hard, had a very strict diet. By the time I get off work, I was starving. I'd literally eat the couch if I could, like, it didn't matter what it tasted like. Um, And I had a six pack for the first time in my life. And I was like, this is freaking amazing. But again, it wasn't what I was looking for. It wasn't the fulfillment I was looking for. So yeah. got really busy with um, having twins and work. The stress that came along with all of that oh, yeah. um, ended up getting the, the weight back plus, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I just kind of like accepted, okay, the belief that, oh, middle age, it's harder to lose weight. All of those things that society tell us, right? After you have kids. But the fact that I couldn't fit into clothes because clothes was my life. I love fashion. It was one of my passions that just brought life to me. And so not not being able to go to a function and look good and feel good. There was a couple of weddings that I was invited to. There was one in particular where I remember I had nothing to wear. Zero. Nothing mm. to wear. Went last minute to this terrible store that had nothing. Didn't know what size I wore didn't know what my style was, picked out whatever looked decent on me. Right. I felt terrible. Went to the wedding late, left early. And I just said to myself, I will never do this again. Like, how did I even get here?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is very interesting. I think now the work that you do in fashion, right? Like that is such a profound experience that so many women relate to and experience on a regular basis so for you to actually have the identity of being a very small person a small figure then contemplating this and how you know your clothes should no longer fit you and all those things I think it gives you so much real life understanding of the struggle right in women's hearts so tell us like how did you actually make that connection between pharmacy and fashion which you know Some people would think they're pretty different universes, and I know you combine them in such a special, interesting way. So tell us how the two worlds merged for you.
1: Yeah, so the two worlds merged when I decided I was going to help women in pharmacy that are creating uh, their own businesses and want to promote and connect with an audience online to have the confidence and look their best, uh, define their style And just to give them that confidence. So So brilliant. um, (laughs) That's actually my ideal client. Number one, because they're, uh, they're, they're around me. They're everywhere. It's like that. They're in my world. Number two, I I had the vision. So if you look at my human design, I'm a visionary. And I had the vision early on that pharmacy is not working the way it is now. Mm. And it was going to be the women in pharmacy cuz w- women is the majority of pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Now it used to be men and now it's more women. Um, but it's moms that are like miserable in their jobs. They're n- they came to pharmacy to serve and be fulfilled and they're not finding that. Mm. Plus the the humans, the people, the, the patients, they're not getting well. They're staying yeah. sick, if not getting worse. The medicine, you know, there's an ill, there's a pill for every ill is not working anymore. And so I saw this wave of women in pharmacy come into the forefront for more holistic change that is inevitable. Mm-hmm. And how can I serve them? So at first I thought I was going to be one of them uh, to, you know, to be more holistic pharmacy. But <laughs> when I started selling hair extensions, I became a sponsor for fashion week. And I, that that fire just lit. Wow! Like,
0: another benefit of that business. Yes, wow, so cool. In fact,
1: yeah, so many. In fact, that was like four or five years ago. And and this uh summer, I'm gonna be. I was invited back to be on their business panel for the fashion week. So cool. I'm still sponsoring them. I love it. It's such a great cause. It's very much women empowerment. Women of any size, shape, or color. Love it. Uh, you know, they invite models of any size, shape, or color. And just promote that. And so yeah, so I saw this wave of pharmacists that are gonna be right where I was wanting to press and go live and not having anything to wear for their, you know, live video chats or for their branding photo shoots. Yeah. Yes. And so and so the way I came about it was what do I do that I love? Number one, I would do for free. And that was a no-brainer because I was already doing it. Um, yeah. I had also connected with a photographer. We we're doing promotions for Fashion Week. I was seaming clothes, I was carrying wardrobes, I was doing all the heavy lifting, whatever <laughs> they needed, just to be in the energy of it because I loved it. Such a good tip. Um, but also asking myself, okay, what am I good at? Right? So mm. like what's my natural gifts? I started started studying law of attraction and manifesting. And that's one of the things it's like, what are you naturally good at? What are, what do people tell you you're good at? What do you get compliments on? What do people ask you for help? And like, I would always go help. I have a sister who's uh, 17 months older than me and, and I would always go help her, you know, get dressed. And I would get so frustrated with her because she's like, they don't have any, they don't have a size or they don't have anything that fits me. And I'm like, but they do. You're just letting your emotions get, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I just combined those two worlds in that way.
0: Wow. You have like such incredible, like, first of all, an incredible life story, but to like, to see you navigating all this like big, like stepping stones and how even what it just said about like, what would I do for free and being in that energy, right. As well as what am I really good at? And people ask me for help. Those are things that, make just so much sense. <laughs> and those are such valuable tips when people are trying to find themselves, their purpose and align with that, right? So I think the fulfillment that you talk about that so many women seek has everything to do with that clarity of who you are, what you love, and what are you doing in the world. And if the two were not aligned, you think our whole soul knows and feels, and it's trying to tell you and guide you. And what you're demonstrating is really what happens when you listen to that guidance. I think it's so special. The last question for you, uh, it's a little bit of a more practical question. So for all the high achieving women out there, kind of like trapped into the achieve now and feel love, pleasure, you know, all the gratifications later, what is maybe a tip or two that you can give that things that you tried or that you teach your clients to help those women not delay the fulfillment, not delay, loving and feeling happy for what they do,
1: yeah, so one of the very first things I did for myself, because when you're in that achievement trap, you, you're super busy, you don't have a ton of time, first of all, yeah um, and you're probably not connecting and doing the things that you love. so I would say, make dinner dates with your girlfriends or go to the movies or go to arts, like make that a priority. Right, um, yeah. yeah, so definitely do that, and then ask yourself, you know what it is that you used to love to do when you were younger, when you were a little girl, and yes, just start looking for signs and being pointed to the direction of those things and saying yes,
0: absolutely. I love that specifically, it's something I've done myself personally, the looking back in time, and one of the connections that I've recently made is that. Back in the day, let's just say when I loved stickers or collecting stickers and trading with friends and stuff like, and I always wanted more, no matter how many I had. And back then, I never perceived that as greedy or, you know, it was just so much joy. It was so pure. And then the more I had, the more I had to share and give. So the overflow just became so natural. And looking back and I still love pretty things and stationery and stickers as an adult, right? And I looked back at that connection that a lot of the desires we had in the past as children, we never judged it as selfish or greedy or nothing, But a form of it sometimes we do in our present adult self. So I love looking back. What are those things you loved? And honoring the desires in your heart are pure, no matter how old you are, right? And I think that for me has just been such a freeing, like, you know, remove all the self-judgment and I have to do this way and be that way and just like really be myself. And yes, I love stickers, no matter how old I become, I will probably always love stickers because it just brings such a joy from that little memory when I was in first grade or, or whatever it is for you. So, just wanted to kind of add that because it really resonates to something I just recently been working on myself. Yep. Yeah,
1: that's what gets Wonderful. us through the busy, busy days, right?
0: Exactly. That was such a special conversation. Yeah, I really loved like so many golden nuggets you shared with us today. Thank you so much. And tell us before we close for those of you that. Uh, Those are listeners that want to connect with you, learn more about you. Tell us about your work and uh, how we can find you online.
1: Yeah. So I have a program. It's called Be Her, Be Here Now. And I work with clients five months at a time. Um, My clients now, they've renewed like two, three times. I've been working with them over a year. Um, And we start with clarity. You know, where are you? What's actually happening? What's the truth, Right. And then where do you want to go? Where do you want to be maybe in 12 months from now? And, and really focus on what's that feeling that you're going to feel once you get there. And so we create that feeling now so that you can start being drawn to that, and so taking aligned action that you're being guided to. So it's really helping them to tap into their inner voice, their inner wisdom, and stop listening to the outside world to tell them where to go. And so I even do that with their closets. So we clean out their closets, we clean out their minds, um, and we create that you know that vision of who she is, what she's doing where is she traveling, who she's with, and really start doing that now. And so I also have a couple of ways you can work with me if you don't want the whole, you know, package. Um, If you're having any branding photo shoots, I have a style package for that. Or if you just want a capsule wardrobe and we clean out your closet, we don't have to go in through (laughs) all the deeper mindset. So (laughs) So, yeah, so you can find me on Facebook at Danielle Paradin or Instagram, um, also on LinkedIn. So
0: that's wonderful. Now, make sure to put all the links in the show notes as well to make it easy for people to click. I'll just say one quick final thing before we close, based on what you just said. Recently, and of course, when this releases, it will be quite later than what recently means is we're recording this. But in the time of this recording, I have recently done a like very special six-hour in-person vision board workshop as an attendee. And the next day when I come home, so that was a Friday, come home on a Saturday, and I had this like insane desire to completely cleanse my closet. So I took everything out. I'm telling you, everything. It was just like this echoey walk in closet. And I got rid of maybe a third of the stuff that I had in there. Anything that really didn't, I think, energetically match the new vision that I'm now unlocking for myself. And it seemed I, I'm an organized person, I keep on top of things, but I had to go deeper and it took that clarity of vision to do so. So the work you do is so needed. And I think it is, you know, for everybody listening, you may not have connected, right? That clarity with wanting to clean your closet, but I literally just experienced that. And it was such a profound releasing experience. So I'm totally vouched for what everything you just said.
1: <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Yeah. That was one of the very first things I did was to get present was clean out my closet. And it, it literally brings you to presence because you have to hold the material, look at it, decide, am I keeping this? Is it going? And so you're not worried about what all is going on in the outside world. Yes. You're literally just in your closet. I love that. Yeah. I recommend that you do that every season because you're evolving exactly. and your wardrobe should evolve with you really.
0: I love it. That's such a good tips. Thank you again for your time. I really appreciate it. And this is a wonderful conversation.
1: I enjoyed it too.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous. And I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy. And until next time.